What's up, Indianapolis? Oh, we got a crowd. Yeah, keep it going for Jared Logan, huh? The best. God, it's great to be back here for Gen Con. Great to be back in this city. I love Indy. You guys like Indy? There is a magic in the air here in Indianapolis. And by magic, of course, I mean an airborne disease that will eventually claim the lives of all those we love. That's the magic they don't tell you about at the airport. Oh, I can hear the bells now. Someone just died. They're being claimed from the showroom floor. Teacher says, every time you get feedback... Uh, No, there really is a magic here during convention time when you gather a bunch of people together who all love the same thing, playing games, right? (laughs) Believe it or not, there was a time in my life when I thought I'd never play another game again until one blustery June day ten years ago I met a (laughs) giant-headed, presumably small-penised Irish man... Who shall remain nameless? <laughs> Man, Does it only narrows it down a little. Right. <laughs> I met him on my softball team, and he, uh, he told me about this upcoming video game called Skyrim. Now, at that point, I hadn't played a video game in over five years, but the, the, the fervor with which this barely literate man spoke <laughs> got me fired up. <laughs> Then that same openly impotent man introduced me to Pathfinder. And now gaming is my life and I wouldn't have it any other way. Actually, that's not true. I would have it several other ways. But soon I'll have the money to eventually make those ways happen. And I will burn this company to the ground and do... To do what I really want. <laughs> but that's only possible because of gaming and this disgusting, out of shape Irishman. So, thank you, Irishman with a micro penis, wherever you are. How's everybody doing tonight, huh? You having some pops? Ooh. Oh, we're very close to you this evening. This is very different from Atlanta when everyone was really far away, but that's, that's the comedy club way. How great is this? We're playing Helium Comedy Club this in Indianapolis. Our first live show was at a game store in Queens that could have doubled as a high school locker. It was so small. <laughs> <laughs> and now we get to play cool venues like this. And comedy clubs are very near and dear to my heart. Uh, they always have been because ever since I did, uh, before I did stand-up, even when I was a teenager, I was obsessed with comedy clubs. Whenever I had two nickels to rub together, I would, I would go see a show. I'd go see Dave Attell every New Year's when he came to Caroline's. And then I started bartending at Caroline's on Broadway and Times Square for a few years. And I got to meet all the comics. And they didn't know that I, would, I wanted to be a comic. And they were cool. And they'd like bounce jokes off of me. Uh, and then some of them would... And uh, then you stole them all. And then I stole the <laughs> jokes. I'd repurpose them, but put me as the subject of the sentence. <laughs> 
No one knew. So I went to see my gynecologist today. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Lori Kilmartin. (laughs) (laughs) That's almost worth a intro bottle cap. Intro cap. That's a first ever. First ever intro cap. And so proud. Yet again, it can only be used during intros. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's the the cash equivalent of point oh one cents. Folks, uh, I'd like to introduce you to four men whose children will never be athletes. true. Mine has a chance. It could be seven foot Just because they're yeah. tall doesn't mean they won't be oafy like you. <laughs> I was first team all county several times in high school. What, in water polo? <laughs> no, actual polo. <laughs> An actual polo. Actual polo. <laughs> land, land polo, they call it. <laughs> land polo. <laughs> in the open fields of Newark, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> We had quite a good polo program. <laughs> Paramus Equestrian School. <laughs> the Newark Airport Equestrian Academy. <laughs> it's the largest open space. <laughs> Folks, up first is a man that went to both NYU and Juilliard. And if you didn't already know, to know that, just talk to him for five minutes and he'll tell you. <laughs> Matthew Capitacaz, everybody. Yeah. Funny, that reminds me of when I was at Juilliard. That's what you sound like when you talk. <laughs> Maybe that's just what you hear, but it's definitely not what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I hear. It's like, it's like in the scene where in Being John Malkovich where all, all the Malkoviches are around. Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich? But you just hear Juilliard, Juilliard, Juilliard. Juilliard, Juilliard. Juilliard. He's a braggart. <laughs> Put simply. <laughs> Folks, he may be skinny and sober now, but he still carries himself with the grace of a fat drunk. <laughs> Give it up for Grant Berger. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> I asked for an ottoman to be installed here so I could trip over. No, that'd be fun. We should have a little gimmick for you. Yeah. Oh, you could just trip over your mustache and fall into the front. Row. <laughs> I almost did. You're really, uh, you're really sticking to this thing, huh? I have, I have. Thank you. I have the support of a lot of people here. Well, Thank the Midwest, you. this is mustache country up here. <laughs> I gotta say, I've been getting so much positive feedback about my appearance the last year, I wanted to throw a wrench in that plan and really balance out the comments. So there's a lot of negative that comes with it, I can tell you that much. But there is a date that everyone will know. It is my last date for this mustache. And it's coming up soon. The days are, well, maybe, who knows what happens. But the days are coming up. You, should, you should donate the hair to uh, people that can't grow mustaches like Joe. <laughs> 
I need to fill out some of these gaps. <laughs> For just three cents a day, you could give a man like Joe a mustache. What's In the, the arms day, of the angels. I want the, the arms of the angels. I'm still planning things with Sarah McLaughlin right now, Matthew. I can't tell you the exact date, okay. but it'll come. Folks, on the ones and twos this evening. In the arms <laughs> He's so fast! He's so good. He's so fast! <laughs> Does your husband suffer from lack of mustache? <laughs> He's so good. He's on the ones and twos. He's got a bandolier full of candy and a head full of fear. He loves gaming and hates confrontation. Skid more, folks. He's the king. Skid, everybody, nobody likes confrontation, but you truly hate it. No, I don't like it. We had to have some difficult conversations this weekend. And I was very happy to not be in the room for any of them. <laughs> just we were talking, and then at a certain point, Skid just left. I was like, all right, plausible deniability, I'm out. Then he'd walk back in and leave again. <laughs> How you doing tonight, man? You excited to be here? I'm very excited. I love Indianapolis. Uh, the city reminds me, and I mean this in the nicest way, of a dorky Denver. <laughs> and uh, I really like it a lot. I always love coming here. And this is the first time like being on stage at like a comedy club. And I, like you, was a huge comedy nerd, among other types of nerd growing up. And uh, yeah, this is really thrilling. I love this. Well, we're, gl- we're glad you could make it. Thank you. Thank you for coming. I know you were on the fence. <laughs> hey, look at that Irish guy I was talking about. Hey! <laughs> Joe O'Brien, everybody! Joe! <laughs> Indy Joe. Indy Joe. Do you remember that it all started with Skyrim? That was no, it. No, I That's didn't. what got me into it. You were talking about it. I hadn't played I'm video games. I'm pretty sure I didn't pronounce it Skyrim. Do I say it weird? <laughs> well, you just overpronounced it. Skyrim. It was part of the joke. Skyrim, they Skyrim. say. In the Emerald Isles, they call it Skyrim <laughs> with an apostrophe. But that's what got my beak wet for RPGs, is when you got me into that, and I sunk 300 hours into that, and then you're like, you want to play this game? And then and here we are. And then here we are. Look yeah. You kicked out uh, the people in my gaming group you didn't like. Right. Which was all of them. <laughs> Every single one of them. He's like, Except listen, I love playing this Pathfinder game, but uh, these dudes got to go. He's got to go. He's got to go. <laughs> Skid's cool. Your friend from uh, growing up is cool. Everybody yeah, else is Everybody else is fired. Yeah. Get rid of the jam, too. I'll do this. <laughs> you joke, but that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I ask for what I want. Folks, we are in a comedy club this evening. This is more important for you guys to know, so everything has to be funny tonight. Even if your character dies or someone has a heart attack on stage, you have to laugh. You have to laugh. Those arteries are mostly cheese, so Joe is going to be the first one. I love cheese. Did you take your blood pressure meds pre-show? Yup. It's good. It's <laughs> good. I'm at the age now where I feel like I'm having a heart attack uh, three or four times a day, and then my wife is like, 
I don't care until you're actually having a heart attack. Because I'll be like, ah, that, that feels weird. Is that a muscle or am I, is my heart exploding? My, le- my, my left arm feels numb. And, and she's like, just let me know when you're dying. Uh, do you have this problem as well or are you not as paranoid as I am? No, I'm not as paranoid. No. Yeah, I and I don't it. have frequent chest pains either. <laughs> I don't think that's paranoia. I think it's a, an actual problem. Wait a minute. Are you saying this is bad? I should get this looked into. <laughs> you should talk to someone. Matthew, you seem like a real nut. Do you... Uh, <laughs> are you afraid about constantly dying? Yeah. But from a heart attack, do you feel like, oh, that's something, and then you let it spiral in your brain? No, I have many, many other things to spiral about besides heart, heart disease. <laughs> like what? Share with everybody. We're, we're in a safe space. Um, I often think about when I cross the street, like even when the light is green, I only cross the street when the light is green now. I think about the, in, like, the many, many universes that exist where I horribly die in that crosswalk. Because they do, because the, the multiverse, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then I think about how weird it is that there are infinite, there are infinite versions of me that are lying dead and mangled on the street. <laughs> My God. And Every then, time you cross a street? Pretty much. <laughs> That's exhausting. No, I don't, I don't, add, I don't recommend this experience. <laughs> going to be thinking about it every time I cross the street. Some, on Sundays, and this, this, this era, thankfully, has passed, but it would be like every, almost everything I did. I was like, all right, I'm going to open the door. Something horrible could happen when I open this door. I could get an electric shock powerful enough through the doorknob that I could just die right here in my apartment. So you're crazier than I am. <laughs> now I feel better. Grant, I know you're a real paranoid. You hate you're afraid of everything. Oh, I am. Oh, yeah, that's true, Troy. Uh, but I like to uh, lay in bed at night, uh, cuddle up with my wife, Angel. And All I right, like we don't think... need the gory details yeah. <laughs> Will of you your passionate all... lovemaking with your wife, unless you want to share them. <laughs> we have to book a different type of club for that, Troy. But um, no, and I often think, and I no, I think it would be a comedy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're in the right place. Turns out, another intro cat. No. That was good, though. That was good. Uh, no, you fall I... over an ottoman into her? Is that how it works? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> We're having fun. It happens to everyone. Um, it does. <laughs> no, I, I it's just the Dick Van Dyke uh, position. <laughs> <laughs> it's nuclear holocaust. I close my eyes and think of nuclear holocaust. And uh, I think it's going to happen at any moment. <laughs> Skitter, you, uh, you think you're going to die tonight? Yeah, pro- probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I also have uh, frequent chest pains and palpitations. Uh, I don't really fear death that much. I do fear being tortured to death or going to prison. <laughs> so, Are you wanted in any states? That- <laughs> no, no. Because I'm making a concerted effort not to be because I fear those two things so much. <laughs> Have you ever committed a felony that no one knows about? Not a felony. Because <laughs> I think I did. Did you really? I gotta look it up. Okay. <laughs> Remember that thing I told you about a couple weeks ago? Is that a felony? Yes. All right. Wow. I was really upset. That's my defense, Your Honor. <laughs> well, according to U.S. I'm not, statutes. I'm not going to actually say what it was, but Joe once told me a story we were hiking about something that happened in his misspent youth. And I, and I was like, so what actually happened was, and then I said something, and I could just see, like, we were, we were with his family, and, I, and he was like, I, yeah, I guess that is what happened. <laughs> and then he was quiet for like a mile. <laughs> I was like, 
do I have to kill Matthew? <laughs> You know, we are secret. in the woods. Right. It, wasn't a, that, it wasn't a crime. If, do you even remember what I'm talking about? No memory. Okay. I'll tell you later. Your Honor. I'll tell you later. <laughs> I have no memory of the events. Your Honor, my client has no memory. And again, I was very upset when I committed that felony. <laughs> Wait, the lawyer's on trial too? Yeah. It's <laughs> weird. It's uh, a time-saving measure. Right. <laughs> to try the lawyer and his client in the same venue at the same time. <laughs> Our legal system is overwhelmed. <laughs> so many felonies and secrets. <laughs> um, you guys in the mood for a recap? Yes. Grant. We're in Indy. Night one of two. We'll be back on Saturday. Get your tickets. But right now, we got some work to do. So let's take it to the recap. so over the top and it just keeps getting crazier and crazier. <laughs> We've seen it now like four times since the sound check and every time I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I hope like three years from now when we're still playing this AP, like the recap is 10 minutes long. <laughs> just the graphic. Yeah. It's like armies. Just like, yeah. <laughs> Charging down. Fill a $40 million budget. <laughs> Michael Bay directed the recap. We can finally afford the rights to Sarah McLaughlin at that point. <laughs> Should we get set it to Angel? It'll be great. Uh, She'll be here live. Uh, you got some good recap music? Ooh, that is good. Setting a tone, baby. Oh, man. You've been working on your recap music. <laughs> recap. Indie. Night one. No longer... Are our heroes wanderers in an asylum caught between the material plane and the dreamlands? <laughs> nice Chris Farley. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta Holy s- shnikes! <laughs> I gotta sell these recaps. Is that up to Doing tonight's recap! <laughs> <laughs> no longer are they in a fugue state with no idea who they are or how they got there. Our heroes have left the asylum behind to come to the city of Thrushmore to try and find the man that put them there in the first place and possibly stole their memories. Count Hazerton Lyles. The fourth. Not the third. And certainly not the fifth. What about the sixth? Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> it's the fourth. The problem is, he's gone! He's left town, and who could blame him? This place is weird. They're cultists of the king in yellow, kidnapping people to sacrifice them in some ritual involving these two star stelae monuments in town. They're using the blood of innocence to try and open up portals to the other side to perhaps let Haster, the king in yellow, come into Galarian. The town garrison, Fort Hale Course, has been taken over by amphibian scum. (laughs) The mercenary guards were turned into undead juju zombies 
and the magistrate is nowhere to be found. You've all but cleared out the fort after discovering all of this, as well as some finding out some more information about Laos. How he stole some book called The Revelations of Hali, and how his parents died suspiciously, and his mother, Namira, was sleeping around with an occult obsessed doctor named Climes Pret who was caught framed and thrown in the fort dungeon to be tortured to death you fought his ghost and you won easily barely (laughs) (laughs) all roads now seem to point to the Count's estate at Iris Hill overlooking the whole town you saw it last time out through an arrow loop in the fort It's an estate that's been left in the hands of Lowell's assistant, a woman named Melly Sen. This name keeps coming up. What do you know about her? You know she turned townsfolk away when they came to Iris Hill to ask where the Count went, why he left town. You know that apparently she was buying sleep-inducing drugs off of some druid that was living in a cave outside of Thrushmore. You also know that she was behind the recruitment of these scum that took over the fort and that she must have been involved with the guards' transformation into juju zombies and the cult kidnappings connected to the star stelae. That's basically all you know. So last time in Hotlanta, after narrowly escaping death at the hands of yet another id ooze and two undead atop the battlements of the fort, you enter the donjon. You enter the donjon. When you do, you see the constable, like, worriedly running up the stairs. So Aldo just zips after her, only to find at the top of the stairs, she's gone, but instead lying in wait is another scum and a creature known as a doppeldreck who had altered its shape to look like one of these scum. 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 You defeat them. Soundly. And your newest accomplice, and now Sir Julie's squire. Sean McIntosh. He almost died in the battle. But as Sir Julie goes to his aid, he, he comes to and he points towards Atticus and you all look to see not one, but six Atticai on the stairs. Five of them smile at the real Atticus and then simultaneously pull out two swords to attack. Roll for initiative. Roll, Rick, a roll. We're jumping right in. Nothing better than starting a show with a combat. Unless the combat drags on and is boring. <laughs> we make these up as we go. Uh, let's talk a niche. Atticus, I'm going to save you for last because yours is very, very important. Oh and you are bad at rolling dice. <laughs> Which is a luck-based skill. Uh, Aldo, what did you uh, roll? That'll be a 14 for Aldo. Middling roll. Who's che- somebody, a big 14 fan in the back there. Yeah, someone. Well, are you from 14? You grew up, grew up in, where'd you go to high school? <laughs> He's like, my wife's 14. <laughs> Jesus. Come on. That's how they do it in the Midwest. <laughs> Mustaches and 14-year-old wives. Oh. All right. It's a fucking comedy club. Relax. <laughs> he doesn't really have a... Maybe he does. Sir, do you have a 14-year-old wife? I'm going to hammer this home. Sir Julie, what's your role? 
Five. Five for Sir Julie the Dead is what they'll call her at the end of this <laughs> combat. Sir Julie the Dead. How's your price? House for the Brave rolled a ten. These are bad initiatives. These are very, very bad initiatives, but it really all comes down to Atticus. Nineteen. Oh, liar. Got a shot. I got a shot. How many spells oh, you got left, man, John? man, he's smiling. God, I hate his face. <laughs> Up first is Atticus. Yeah, oh, baby! Okay. Yeah. All right, this is good. Let's turn up the intensity here. All right. They pull out these double-edged swords, or these two swords. Atticus is a very smart dude. I want to know what I'm looking at. He's also an illusionist. He's this not is... as smart as, like, an Aldo, but he's pretty intelligent. No. So, really spell out for me what you want to do here with your lower I want to try to get a sense of maybe what's going on here. He has made doubles of himself before. He has made mirror images. He has made silent images of himself. He's mm-hmm. seen this before. So he's not too rattled. Okay. He wants to look for flaws. He wants to look for imperfections. Uh, can I do a knowledge roll to see what this is? It's a spell effect. Uh, yeah, a... give me a knowledge roll and a perception check. Uh, knowledge Arcana? Yeah, go Knowledge Arcana. Okay, Knowledge Arcana is a natural one. Oh, no. Come on! God. You are 100% sure... There are five more of you in this room. (laughs) There's ten of them! Uh, He is going to uh, do that perception check that you mentioned. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Here we go. Uh, That is a (laughs) 11. Oh, jeez. Wish this would have been your initiative. Uh, Well, you know yourself. You've looked at your gross face in the mirror. It's rude. Atticus, not Joe. Uh... And you do see, it looks like you're looking at your reflection. My reflection. Everything is like reversed. Interesting. Like if you had a scar on your face, for example, or any sort of imperfection. Maybe a beauty mark. A beauty mark, if you will. It would be on the other side. It would be on the other side. Yeah. That's all you notice with a 11. Interesting. So you saw do they have mustaches, though? It's not your turn. <laughs> Looking is a free action. It is, but they are on the stairs, and there's a... It's like a mirror, not like a mirror mirror. Okay. He's... Come on, man! <laughs> Sarge, no I was, Star Trek I was fans. there for you, Skid. Right. I'd like that bottle cap back, Skid. <laughs> <laughs> That's more of a goatee, though. To be well, it's true. All right. All right. I'm going to have my uh, bottle cap back. (laughs) Do you want to hold? Uh, No, I'm going to get out of there. Go ahead and hold. So he's going to stumble back into the room uh, in fear uh, because he doesn't know what he's looking at. So I'm going to uh, stumble back and retreat uh, into the back corner of the room. Retreats in the back corner of the room, leaving Aldo and Sir (laughs) Julie all alone. All alone? Yes. We're all, all alone in the room. for this creature to act. You rolled a we, nineteen. No, it looks like we have plenty of company at the moment. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> you rolled a nineteen, and I rolled an eighteen. Yes, 
son of a bitch. I got out of there! Unfortunately, I'll have to take this out on Aldo. So oh, this, no. these five rats, hi, here I come. Oh. You see the turn the corner and look right at Aldo. Oh. And they swing with their short sword oh. in their right hand. Got brand new dice from our good buddies at Norse Foundry. Norse Where Foundry are here you? tonight. Yes. They're here tonight, right? Hey! Beautiful new dice. If they roll shitty, you can have them back. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to give these away. Here we go. Ooh. You can have them back. Here's the thing, though. Flat-footed AC, 14 to hit. On me? Yes. That is a... That is a... That is a... That is a miss. Yes. That is a miss. All right. Well, that sucks. All right. Don't forget, I have shield active, and I've also taken my mutagen boosting my decks. Yes, you've taken your mutagen boosting your decks. Always take your mutagen first thing, kids. First thing in the morning. Well, out of a nutritious breakfast. (laughs) You will have a chance to react because now it is your turn. You see these uh, five uh, images of. Atticus come up the stairs and they all move like a second behind each other so it's just this like cascade of rats all moving in the same space it's kind of hard to get a grasp on who's who what do you do alright uh, Aldo like flips his goggles up like to his forehead and rubs his eyes exaggeratedly and says oh, I'm seeing double here ten Atticuses <laughs> and uh, he's gonna do a knowledge arcana check Okay. Oh, that is a 16. 16. Uh, that's enough to know that this is mirror image that has ah, been cast. Ah, mirror image. Yeah. Classic. Ooh, okay. So I can't remember how this works, although I'm sure I'll get plenty of help. Uh, well, you know what? David Winters is in the audience. Oh, now. that's true. David. Oh, Where is it, David? David. Where is that son of a bitch? David? Right. He left. He left. Oh, there he is. Oh, yeah. David. Are you the one with the fourteen-year-old wife? <laughs> uh, so maybe uh, he can chime in. What do you want to do? I I can't remember whether I and I think it doesn't, but I think area of effect spells do not count as like an attack against to dispel a an image out of mirror image. They're it's always, it's my memory that like it hits. It hits. It, it hits. hits. But it doesn't destroy images. I don't think. Okay. Well, actually, either way, like the, the whoever the true fake Atticus is will take damage. Faticus. Uh, Faticus. So I, he is uh, going to... Yeah, God. He's like standing in the middle of this group. So he's going to pull a bomb out of his bandolier. Here we go. And say, uh, eat this! And throw it at his feet. <laughs> hey, actual oh, candy into the crowd. Snicker to the face. Uh, natural 20. Yeah! Oh, you really know how to ruin a guy's time. (laughs) Uh, All right, to confirm. Uh, That is a that is a fourteen against touch. Fourteen against touch is not a confirm. Oh come on! Uh, So close. No, wait. What? Uh, No, seventeen. Sweet, seventeen. That's a confirmed. Trip. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> baby! 
The old auctioneer way of confirming a print. Are we going to the fan critical? Is this thing... This is a fan critical. All right, here we we go. Any um, Indianapolis-based or Midwest-based fan crits? I got something here. Is Skyler from Fort Wayne, Indiana here? Skyler! 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 All right, Skyler from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Who? From every orifice. Oh, I want to read that one first before you say it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. there, there are a lot of orifices here. That's true. Yeah. There's like nine rats. There's a, a lot of orifices. Orifici. Orifici? Orifices. Uh, um, I think on the scale of Skid liking to hating Fan Crit, I think he's going to like this oh, okay. one. Okay. Great. Okay. The energy of your spell perfectly resonates with the energy flowing through the target's body, body bolstering its efficacy and ravaging their very life essence. Triple damage. Oh! And the target begins bleeding from every orifice, taking an additional 2d6 bleed every round. Come on! Wow. Until the bleeding stops, a successful fortitude save negates the bleed. Wow. Okay, but here's the problem, is my, my bomb has to actually hit the target and not one of the mirror images. Oh. This is the issue. That is, but it would a take splash damage if it hits. An it'll take splash damage, but it'll still be minimum. You know what? I'll save you the trouble. It has evasion. So oh, shoot. so it won't okay. take. It any probably damage. won't take. I will any. hit wow. the original image. Just roll a d6. Okay. And if you roll a six, you hit him. If you fail, uh, three. Oh. One of the Atakai just. Damn. Sorry, Skyla. And this green flame just wraps itself around each of us and leaving five rat people standing. All right. Uh, so I'll roll for splash. The reflex save was an 18. Uh, that, is a, that is a save, yes. Save. Okay, so Zero nothing happens. Full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. It, is, it would have been a better show if you would let them let that hit. I really That's not should've. the way the game works, Matthew. It's not the way the game works. It would have been fun if I rolled higher than Joe and killed his character at the beginning of the show, but that didn't happen either. You've done that already. I have done that, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's true. First, first ever show. Uh, Halster Price. Halster is overwhelmed at seeing his best friend attacked by these images, and he doesn't know they're an illusion. He doesn't know what's going on. He just acts out of passion and runs in to defend him, saying, Keep your filthy sewer stench claws away from my best friend! And he doesn't even think about how that might hurt Atticus's feelings. And it hurts Atticus's feelings. Wow. They'll have to talk later. Yes. Here comes the attack. 24 to hit. There you go. That is hit. Roll a D6. Reroll on a 6. It hits on a 5. That's a 5. That's oh, a- my God! Are you kidding me? This guy shits natural 20s. 12 points of damage. <laughs> oh, oh, Amazing, amazing. All right, so that you step so up amazing. and you just pinpoint. You don't know what's going on. You're, uh, you're stupid. You hit him. <laughs> takes 12 points of damage, and it is now Sir Julie's turn. Sir Julie, you're right next Come to this on, creature. There's four images. Sir Julie uh, has been cradling Sholm's unconscious body. Don't go. Exactly. Sir like Julie, begging him to, to, to cling to life. 
She, dro- she just unceremoniously drops him on the floor. Oh! <laughs> Free action. <laughs> Draws her greatsword and takes a swing at the Atakai. Okay. Let's see what you got. Natty 17. Ooh! Oh, yes! Bam! 28 to hit, okay? Oh, 28. I'm, I'm, I'm pow- you know, power attack, etc., etc. Uh, what'd you say? 28 to hit? 28 20. to hit is a hit. And by the way, Skid, you missed by less than five, which should remove an image. Oh, great. Okay. Yes, cool. so there is one less image. Whoop, whoop, whoop. He hit. Oh, no, he I, did, I did hit. It was. Right, yeah. The image is back. I just didn't get the, the confirmed credit. So right, trying yeah. to help you out because you need all the I, help you can get. I, hey, I'm the last person who wants to stop you from helping me. That's not how the game <laughs> works, Troy. Give me a D6, reroll a six, hits on a five. Six. Reroll. Four. Four. Now that image will disappear. All right, we're whittling down. Uh, Whittle and diddle. Okay, yep. That's fewer rats. One, fewer, let me just see. Oh, actually, there's only three left, so I, I lied, but that's fine. <laughs> Is that fine? That's not really fine. Well, let's just rewind the show. It's <laughs> fine enough. Look at them. They're all just got their hand outstretched. It is now a new round, and it is Atticus's turn. You ran away in fear and wet yourself in the back of the room. Oh, God. What do you do now? Such an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Seeing these creatures, not knowing what's going on, stumbling back in fear, being insulted by his friend Halster. He looks past uh, Aldo and sees them just going at it, and as they're whisking away these images, he's like, of course it is. Of course it's mirror image. I know it myself. Why am I not concentrating? I'll do it. I can't help. And he's going to fire off a ray of frost to try to destroy an image uh, through a- uh, Aldo. So it's going to be a, a tough to hit here. So sure, you're running uh, out of spells. Natural 20. Oh. oh. To confirm. To confirm. Uh, 17. Now, with the cover and everything, it's not. With the cover, that is not a confirmed. Not a confirmed critical, but I could still hit it. There's three? There's three. So give me a D3, you'll hit on a three. So you'll hit on a five, six. Six! That hits. And I'll give you exploding dice. Explosions! That is touch AC, too, like on the confirmed. Oh, yeah, it's touch AC. Sorry, 17 against touch with the cover, though. That is a miss. Okay. Yeah. Uh, All right. Then that is going to be... Still probably going to be a lot of damage. Uh, I could explode it. I did! Yeah! Uh, That is five points of cold damage. That was really... Yeah, let's get some... That's a cantrip! That's a cantrip! Come on! That's a cantrip. Bottle cap. One E cantrip, (laughs) five points of damage. Come on, man. I've had just about enough of you. Uh, I am going to now swing at Aldo. It's Hold on a second. I want to do another knowledge check uh, on... Maybe you won't let me because I failed, but I want to do a knowledge check on, like, but why is it Atticus that I'm seeing? The mirror image can be explained, but why is it Atticus? Is, yeah. What is that glamour? What is that illusion? Okay. Okay. Um, can I do a will save to disbelieve? No. No, you can't. Uh, how about... You can give me another Arcana. Come on. Come on, Atticus. Actually, make that planes. Oh. Oh. Uh, okay. Wow. Oh, dear. Uh, that is a 13. Ooh. You are stupid. Uh, hold on. <laughs> hold on. So during the, the way Atticus got all wrapped up in this nonsense is because his dark research led him to a place where he was 
he, in one of these flashbacks, if you remember, he uh, was trying to do this awful spell to a human yeah. where he wanted to mind swap and have a human's body so he didn't have to be rat folk working his way up in the biz. And he ends up, during this process, uh, being trapped into some sort of limbo with a Yithian. And this Yithian sort of reverses the spell on him, swaps his mind with the Ithian mind, and ends up briefly in a place of unbelievable knowledge. Uh, and he's left confused, amnesiac, in this asylum, doesn't understand what happened, and is trying to remain that gra- that, retain that grasp on reality. This gives him an ability, a mechanical ability. Here we go. Formerly mind-swapped. Once per day, I can re-roll a failed knowledge check. Oh, that's Ooh. awesome. That's awesome. So he's right. like, he's blinking through. He's trying to cut through. He feels I like, like that. He can it's do like it. the mind that was swapped with you has knowledge that you don't. Have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah, infinite yeah. knowledge. Yeah, like so infinite knowledge. Is yeah, it bubbling yeah. to the surface? Roll. He's trying to access this infinite database of knowledge on that wow. one. Yes, and I rolled the exact same number. <laughs> Actually, no, 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 no. I, I'm sorry. I rolled what my total was last time. I'm sorry. That is a uh, twenty adjusted. Oh. Okay. Planes. Mm. All right, I will tell you. I'll tell you some information, because otherwise you won't know it. And you did roll well. Well he- said, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You, <laughs> looking at this creature, and you know what mirror image does, but mirror image doesn't make the creature look like a reflection of you. So you right. start digging into this, and like it just comes into your mind, perhaps from the Yithians' collective unconscious. Uh, you're like, soul silver. Sliver. Soul sliver. Soul. This is a creature known as a soul sliver. Soul, soul sliver. Soul sliver. What is it? Where does it come from? So it's an extra planar creature? An extra planar creature that was probably called here for a job. It's a summon beast. A soul sliver. I don't know what to do to fight it. You're doing well. Keep it up, Sir Julie. Hosta's useless. We will need you in the end. Thank you for your praise. (laughs) It is now the soul sliver's turn. It has two attacks. The first one will be on Aldo. Natty 18. Oh, no. You can run away, but you can't hide, Skid. You can... Where's he? Skid left the stage. Did you drop some Skittles? He's, he needs power. Oh! He just shut down the... Thank you, actually. Listen, you can shut down oh, the video good, all good. you want. I'm still going to attack you. That's that is hot. a 26 to hit. Yeah. That, that hits. 26 hits Aldo. Four. Some damage. Oh, max damage, 10 points of damage. And then the second uh, sword comes down on Halster. Natty 19, fucking rocks, that's a critical threat. Oh, no. Here we go to confirm against Halster Price, Natty 19 to confirm. Named creature, bro. Named creature. It's solely the soul sliver. That's what they call him in the book. Old Soli. I just oh, wish the last Soli words indeed. I heard were an Atticus being so mean to me. <laughs> this is bad news. What if it's like decapitation? Don't read. Just pick. Uh, I'm just looking for cities right now. Uh, all right, I'm just going to go with Max. This is a melee crit, right? Yeah. I'm going to go with Max from St. Louis, Missouri. Max. Max. Max from St. Louis writes in with Night Killer. Oh, oh no. With a K or an N? 
with a K. You pull your weapon back and unleash strength you didn't know you had, cracking or ripping your target's armor. Double damage and your target's AC is reduced by five until the end of the combat. Oh, wow. No save. Night killer. Qu'est-ce que (laughs) c'est? That is going to be 9, 11, 12, 13 points of damage. Not not that bad. But AC reduced by five. AC reduced by five. For the encounter. All right. Moving on. It is Aldo's turn. This thing has taken some damage, but there are still two images left next to it. What do you want to do, Aldo? Aldo first would like to look for a a free outlet uh, so I can plug in my laptop. Ah. Uh, Haven't seen this move from Aldo in a long time. (laughs) It's been a minute. It's a bold move. It's called strategy. Do you have an outlet on your character sheet? Um, Well, I can look. Let me look over Grant's shoulder here. All right, so... I think Aldo, honestly, I think he's going to try the same thing again. Okay. I think he's going to try to toss another bomb. Another bomb, okay. So I throw another bomb. So I didn't seem to like it before. Uh, that is a 13 against touch. 13 against touch is a miss. Oh, it's such a slippery soul silver. Now, question. You did this before, and I wasn't paying attention, but where that's a ranged attack, shouldn't that provoke? Thank you. Uh, oh, actually, yes. That does provoke, yes. Wow, look who got out scot-free without a provoke last uh, round. You can do two if you want. All right, I will. Here we go. First <laughs> one is probably a miss with a 15. Uh, that is a miss. And then this round would have been a 24. Oh, that's a miss, too. Is it really? Yeah. Dude. Again, I've got the mutagen. I've got shield. I've got a mithril shirt. Like, I'm good. Yeah, man. dude. Don't cheer for that. Don't cheer for that. If you're a GM, you hate pre-buffing too. I'm going to outlaw pre-buffing from (laughs) all Indianapolis-based shows. (laughs) Fuck you, Skid. (laughs) 24. Phenomenal. It's Halster's turn. Halster, you feel weakened. Wait, does that destroy an image? No, because I missed. Put the splash then. No. Well, actually... No, I don't. I don't think so. Wait, you missed. Wait, did he miss by five or less what? on touch? Is it touch AC? Yeah, so that will destroy an image. Okay. All right. Oh, right. Okay, cool. All right, so uh, it's down to two. There's only two left. Two left. All right. Two images. One real. One false. And it's Halster's turn. What's going through your head? Halster's thinking back to the moment that we pulled that bag from underneath the dock and pulled out the items that belonged to each of us, and he thinks about. The grim gloom mail he's wearing that seemed to have some purpose, oh, some yeah. sort of evil higher reasoning behind it. And as it becomes damaged, as this night killer crit takes effect, it commands him to take a five foot step backwards and as a standard action inflict this creature. And I guess I still have a chance to miss potentially with the image, I'm not sure, with bad luck. Oh, what? Ooh, so you can do this X times per day. Once per day, and we decided there's no save on it because it's like a limitation of the armor. So it's like disadvantage, basically. It's minus two penalty to armor class, attack rolls, saving throws. AC as well? My choice. So I'm going to say... AC. 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 Whatever you want. Are you okay, Joe? (laughs) (laughs) Something in my... Sorry. I want to get that looked at. Uh, All right, so minus two to its AC. That's very cool. The armor has taken over your mind. It is Sir Julie's turn. Sir Julie, you have been completely ineffective, and really, you haven't shown up at all for this combat. 
And Sean, even though he just bumped his head on the floor, is looking up at you and just doesn't know if you're the one. He should follow. So Julie's going to take a five-foot step, <laughs> ignore the GM's commentary, <laughs> and swing at the images. You're a failure. <laughs> <laughs> the great sword. Right, off the table. I bet. Uh, okay, uh, 21 to hit. That's a hit. Roll yes. A D4. It will hit the target on a three and a four. It will destroy the image on a one, two. One. Oh. And then there was Ooh. one. Can I do my own knowledge check on a soul sliver? Uh, sure. Knowledge planes. Fifteen. Fifteen, eh? Fifteen. I'll give you one piece of information. What would you like to know? I don't know. Dealer's choice. Dealer's choice. It has fast healing one. Ah. Oh, okay. okay. You shouldn't have let me pick. It is a new round. That's <laughs> so mean. And it is Atticus's turn. Uh, all right. Not knowing with his knowledge check if this creature sees in an earthly way or not, Atticus is going to try to blind it. So he's going to shoot a blinding ray at oh, Nice. Through Aldo again. Through Aldo, this light piercing into the creature's eyes. Does it have eyes? Uh, he shoots it at the Atticus's eyes. It has eye. your eyes. It has my eyes. It has Jerry Orbach's eyes. <laughs> uh, dude, that is a 21 against Touch oh, AC. Oh, yes. Even with the plus four for shooting through Aldo, that is a hit. Phenomenal. Oh. Uh, the creature is blinded for a round unless it has more than five HD. Five or more? Five or more. No. Wait. No. More than five. Six or more, right? No, more than more yeah. than five is five or more, right? No. No, no. No. <laughs> Don't Jesus tell me. Christ. You went to Columbia? <laughs> Don't tell me. <laughs> yeah, spend a, you spent a five minutes talking to Troy. You're going to hear all about Columbia, yeah. Columbia, yeah. Columbia. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. We were playing one time years ago, like back in Merwin's game. And, like, Troy made some stupid mistake. And, like, Joe says, like, that's what you get when you're illiterate. And, like, Troy's this defeated-sounding voice. is just like, I went to Columbia. <laughs> like, it, was, I don't, it just always stuck with me. It's the funniest fucking thing. It's like, I, I don't know. I went to Columbia. I went to Columbia. <laughs> well, I just crunched some Columbia numbers. And it has 6 HD. Oh, oh no. Uh, okay. It is dazzled for a round. Oh, what a waste. <laughs> That was nice. That's a minus one. Oh, but compounded with the minus two to AC, it's still very dangerous, and you've done nothing to it. Fuck. <laughs> it is now the soul slivers turn. Oh, no. And looking at Halster. Oh, Sir Julius stepped in the way. Looking at this pathetic knight, it thinks about what it wants to do. And so it will strike out at Aldo. Oh, great. The easy target. First attack, 13 misses. Second attack. You know what? The second attack's going to be on. You know her AC is lower than his, right? Don't talk to me about my business. (laughs) Don't ever correct me in front of the children. (laughs) 18. Against Sir Julie? Don't say it like that. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'll rephrase. Is that against Sir Julie, dear Troy? Yes, it's against Sir Julie. Yeah, it's a miss. All right. Well, aren't we having fun? <laughs> We're having a good time! Yeah! 
Aldo, you're up. Aldo is uh, so it's like, so now you don't have any identical friends to protect you. And as a matter of fact, you look identical to my friend, which is a strange quirk of this entire encounter. But nevertheless, I hope that you're ready to suffer some extreme damage coming from a little bit of thunder from down under. I hope you're ready to be thunderstruck as my fellow country mates, ACDC, will say <laughs> decades from now in the future from the world from whence I come. <laughs> Uh, that is a 21 against touch. Yeah, dude! That's a hit. Wait, provokes. And it does provoke. Uh, what do you think? Critical? 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 No. I missed. Yes! Okay. He just wants to play the drop. Yeah. <laughs> he's just setting up his own drops now. <laughs> well, he's send got... you to the arms of an angel! That's... 18 points of damage. Whoa! I was shaking at the knees. <laughs> Could I come again, please? He's <laughs> so happy. <laughs> You've been thunder. <laughs> yeah, buddy. What kind of... <laughs> Don't encourage him. Don't encourage him. <laughs> Why was this taken down on YouTube? I don't understand. <laughs> Nobody got to see that video. Uh, what kind of damage is that? Uh, that is fire damage. Uh, I thought it was thunder damage, and I'm like, uh, I don't have that on my sheet. Halster Price. This so, thing is on the ropes. You know who else is on the ropes? Is Sean. 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 Is he unconscious and dying? What is that? What is the? Uh, do we stabilize him? Uh, yeah, he's he's okay. Although he bumped his head pretty hard when Sir Julie threw him to the ground <laughs> violently. All right. If I don't need to stabilize him, I'll step into position and swing at this person. Just standing on the body of the dead scum. Scum. Yes. Scum crunch. Here it comes. Uh, that's a miss with a fourteen. Oh, brutal. Brutes magoots. Sir Julie, the pathetic. Your planar matrix will not lo- no longer work on me, Soul Sliver. Well, maybe they will. Uh, <laughs> 18. That's a hit. Yes! Yeah! Power attack, etc., etc. Max damage. Oh! Max oh! cut! 25 points oh! of damage. Oh! couple of things are going to happen. <laughs> As you strike down with your greatsword after missing several times. I hit several images. That's not <laughs> what hit those every time. Well, no, you, you, yeah. That's not how Sean remembers it. <laughs> Sean. 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 After pathetically missing many times in a row, uh, you swing down and you land what you believe to be the killing blow. And as your sword strikes it, it changes from Atticus to this glass-like looking creature. Oh, whoa. Oh, God. And it's it, a glass cannon. It, looks, <laughs> it just looks like it's made out of pure reflective glass. And when you hit it, not only does it transform into this glass creature, but the glass erupts. Oh, oh no. no. Into a little ability known as Death Throws. Oh, Everyone roll a reflex save, including uh, Sean. Oh no. oh no! This could permanently, this could permanently kill, kill Sean. Sean. 
Grant, Grant, were you concerned about Sean with that fist pumping? Were you rolling for Sean? It, oh, seems, Sean. it seems like you're inadequately concerned about Sean. <laughs> I'm, I know he's going to make it, so I'm really happy. We'll see if Sean makes it. What's your roll, Sir Julie? Seven. Seventeen? Seventeen. Pass. Joseph O'Brien. We got a tweener. It's a fifteen. It's a pass. Yes. Not a big DC. Aldo? Yes. Uh, Twenty-two. Oh. Don't brag. And Halster, you were fist pumping over there. Nat twenty twenty-five. Nice, dude. Nice. Sir Julie, I think it's only appropriate that you roll for Sean. 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 Give him a plus two to his reflex save. And you need to hit DC twelve. Easy DC. Natural thirteen. Exco, give it to you. Wait for you to get it on your own. Exco deliver. You all take three points of damage, which is enough to put Sean unconscious. I will n- notate that by putting an X over his body. <laughs> and a, a net, and a clock, and a snail, and a wrench, and of course a heart, and a skull and crossbones. And that's it. I think he's going to be all right, though. He's <laughs> got a lot of conditions. <laughs> Are you all right? He's just... <sighs> We heal him. You heal him. I don't know how, but we do. Do we have any healing? Are we all out? It's been a long day. I have a potion. You bring Sean to, and he says, What happened? What happened to that horrible creature? It's dead, Sean. Thank the stars, for I do not remember what deity I worship. (laughs) (laughs) Your grandfather, Sir Zanzibar Macintosh, worshipped the Dawnflower. Yes, that must be what I worship as well. Thank you, Dawnflower. You have saved us this day. And he straightens his blouse. <laughs> Puts his shitty little dagger in his pants. <laughs> what should we do? What should we do now in this donjon? Uh, so, a- a- Atticus starts looking around the room. You start looking around the room... Uh, this looked like a bedroom. Might have been the magistrate's bedroom. Maybe uh, a higher up here, a a steward. Maybe the constable's bedroom. You don't see, again, any sign of the constable. But now you start to think, Atticus, more about what do I know about a soul sliver, like looking for this information to like just hit you. And you think, oh, that was a silent image. This creature must have created a silent image of the constable to run up the stairs, which is what drew you up there in the first place. And then you think, like, this is a creature that can take on the appearance of other creatures as well. So this is a possibility that when you came here and the constable was like, get out of here, you were speaking to the soul sliver. They can make a perfect copy of someone. But you never met the constable. At least you can't remember. So you took it to be the constable when in fact... It was the soul sliver. So is the soul sliver in connection with the scum? Were they hired or brought to this plane by Melly Sin? You don't know. All right. Let's search the bodies of the these amphibian scum. Amphibian scum. You find a wand of cure light wounds. Oh, oh how oh. awesome. Oh, oh, man. With uh, a Larry Bird's worth of charges. As we are in Indianapolis. Yes. Anybody from French Lick in the house? 
Nobody from French. Somebody Lake. immediately just said no. No. <laughs> Spoke for everyone in the house. <laughs> He, t- he took a poll upon entering. Are you from French Lake? Are you from French Lake? <laughs> but he tried. I asked. I asked no one. 33 charges on that wand of Cure Light wounds. Alster, add it. Uh, I'm just going to give you these things. There is a plus one chain shirt. Oh. That could, that could end up in a fist fight. I think Sean is like, I'm very cold. Quiet boy. <laughs> Quiet boy. And there is an amulet of mighty fists plus one. Oh, man. He says, I love amulets. <laughs> it could keep the middle of my chest warm should you throw it my way. Very well. We shall sell it to you for half price. <laughs> Sir Julie, I have a lot to learn. And we shall put the world. proceeds toward the Dawn Flowers charities. <laughs> I cannot say no to that, Sir Julian. You also find a key ring that looks like it has keys to get into every fucking room in this place. Oh, nice. <laughs> but nothing else in the room. Uh, you know, there, there's, there's, there's books. Wait, am I reading? Downstairs you saw some books and shit, but there's nothing really of interest in this room. Like, they've ransacked it. Maybe this guy was, like, one of the leaders of the scum, and he was using this place to, like, direct traffic and... and but he, he had some good, good shit on him, but there's nothing else in the room. It stinks of briny water. But downstairs, you did see some books and, and, and other stuff in the, in the reading room, but that's the room that you ran past just to get into the fight with the scum and the doppeldrack. So if you search that room, give me a perception check. Perception. 19 for Atticus. All right, so Atticus loves books. Loves books. Can't get enough. He's looking through, looking through, looking through, and as you're looking through, a bunch of stuff falls out of one of the books on the floor, and you see several scrolls. Oh, which is the best thing a wizard can find. <laughs> there have been like no scrolls in three years of this campaign. <laughs> Sadly, when they fall to the ground, they land in a puddle of blood. No! And immediately... Scrambles through the puddle over his face. The ink is unreadable. (gasps) And so I will not tell you what the scrolls are. (laughs) No, you got a scroll of Blink. Ooh! A scroll of Cat's Grace. Oh, very nice. Here's one that may come in handy. A scroll of Remove Disease. Oh. See ya, COVID. A scroll... If only it were that simple. Yeah. A scroll of silent image. You know that one. Oh, yeah. But maybe you can yeah, teach I've your friends. Uh, and a scroll of one of Skid's favorites, Zone of Truth. Oh, Zone Ooh. of Truth. Oh, nice. Oh. Shades, shades of Galabras. Yeah. Um, and that's what you find here. If you look at the map, I can tell you right now, if you walk around the battlements... To look in the other guard towers, you find some of them are empty, and some of them have more of these oh. juju zombies, like, uh, propped up on poles that are going right through their, you know, yeah, who. Yeah, so like scarecrows. Yeah, so like, yeah. Yeah, like scarecrows. Um, and their, their flesh is rotting off their face. Birds have pecked out their eyes. So anybody walking by would think, like, oh, the, the battlements are manned, but they're just corpses. Yeah. Uh, but nothing else of import. Give yourself a round of applause. You have cleared out the fort. Nice. Yeah. 
All right. And as you're standing atop the battlements, you look out across the city of Thrushmore with a keen eye looking for these star stelae that Sean spoke of when he was overhearing the scum and the cultists speak. And you see them in the town. There's a hill in the middle of town, and at the top of the hill, one of these monuments is erected. Cool it. We're all adults. We're all adults here. (laughs) So this giant erect monument sits throppingly on this hill. (laughs) Come on. And then to the southwest. (laughs) He's ready to keep going. I know, I can't help myself. To the southwest on uh, one of the islands is another one of these just kind of sitting there. Let's go to the map of Thrushmore because I have added them to the map. To the map. They weren't there to begin with? No, I've added them. Well, I've added the... uh, the key here. So you see... They rose from the ground They overnight? rose from the ground, yes. They watched Cinemax <laughs> late at night when they were 13. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you see one Reichma very close to where you are. Uh, in fact, uh, well, the stain is uh, very close to Fort Hale, of course, but if you wanted to go back to rest, you could always take a little sidetrack to go climb this hill. And then way over here to the southwest oh, wow. okay. on this island portion um, is another one. The, the cave druid that you dealt with is way over here, not even on this map. Like It would be over where David Winters is sitting. That's where the cave druid was. But uh, on this island... Where's David again? I think he's over there. David Winters, Esquire. Um, but yeah, there are. there's one right kind of in the middle of town, middle-ish, on a hill, and then another one there. What do you want to do? We've been in the fort now for a few shows. Rest. Yeah, we got to rest. Okay. I want to sleep. We must return. Sean, come. We must return you to your sister. Yes, I have not seen Holisa in, in over a week. I, I hope... Sh- I hope I hope she misses me. She does. She came to us and specifically asked us to save your life. Yes. Well, good. I, can't I shall tell you more tales of your grandfather and the world wound when we arrive. Again, I don't think you knew him. For when I stood on death's door, I asked him if he knew you. And he didn't. Decan- Although it is possible that he slept with many women. And you were forgettable. Oh, oh, man. Oh. I shall never forget your grandfather's shapely calves. <laughs> <laughs> For I said to him that night in the tent, Sir Zanzibar, your calves are the shapeliest I have ever seen. <laughs> I would very much like to touch them. <laughs> His regiment did call him the Cav Knight. Aha, <laughs> uh-huh, so he did know me. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) And I, what do I know? I'm just a young boy who hopes to one day be a knight. But it sounds like uh, he meant more to you than you did to him. See, he's trying to bait you, Matthew, into killing him. (laughs) You know that's what's happening, right? He doesn't want to play the NPC. He doesn't want to play the NPC anymore. So he's trying to trick you into murdering him. Perhaps what you say is true, Sean. But if you were there in the tent that night, 
That would have been when even removed, more awkward. When he removed his trousers and let me gaze upon his gleaming calves. I feel like this is inappropriate. That's my uncle you're talking about. Or my grandfather. I thought to myself, we must treasure these moments when they last. For in the midst of all of the horror of the world, there exists true beauty like Suzanne Zabar's calves. And whether or not he remembered that moment, I remember that moment. And that is what counts. <laughs> so, Julie, once when I was a child, I walked in on my parents in the act of lovemaking. <laughs> this is worse. <laughs> we should go rest. <laughs> And so you head to the stain. Sean just has these awful visions in his head. He He's restless all day. He's like, uh, no, no, no! <laughs> caps, caps, caps! <laughs> and uh, he gets there. and They were like a musical note on a staff. A clef, if you will. A, cla- of a, a clef of a calf. Please stop, Sir Julie, please. It's my grandfather you speak of. Clef of a calf. If he were my grandfather, I should hope he had such shapely calves. (laughs) Have you no pride, boy? (laughs) I need to go see my sister. Good night. And he scurries down the street. And you arrive back at the stain. We follow him to his sister and get our experience and our fucking money. (laughs) The magical shield, actually. Yeah. Where's the shield? (laughs) Goosh! Ah, yes, I recognize the shield. I throw a bomb through the door, through the window first, like set the place on fire. (laughs) Burn their house. Burn the house down. Kill them that way. (laughs) Holisa comes out like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, we're gonna get demonetized. Oh no, that went too long. Skip, stop it off. Stop for fuck's sake. I'm trying to. Alright. It's never happened before. I don't know what's happening. happens to everyone. Oh, Lisa comes out coughing, covered in soot, and she's like, here, take the fucking shield! <laughs> and then her and Sean go in the house. It is a mithril-heavy shield. Ah, oh, yes. Oh! oh, wait, you're a two-hander. I once laid upon this shield. <laughs> So Julie, so Julie, you're drunk. Go home. So you sleep soundly at the stain. On the shield. On the shield. Atop the shield. <laughs> using it as a mattress. <laughs> and the rest of you sleep soundly. But your minds are swimming with all this information. You, you, you came to town and were immediately caught up in this strangeness here. And you know even though you don't remember everything, you know that Ustalav is a weird place. There are a lot of cults. There are a lot of people that are dedicated to these great old ones. This is just a town that is steeped in superstition, a, a, a country that is steeped in it. 
but what's going on with the Count? And it's how, how is he tied up in all of this? Your only lead right now is Melisande and Iris Hill. But you wake up and you say, before we go to Iris Hill, we want to check out the star, Stila. So is that... What is, what is that? Am I... What is that word? Is that a normal word, or is it's, that made up like in this a, campaign? No, no, no. It's a, a steli. Is like it's just like a standing stone. Oh, I never yeah. heard that term before. Yeah, it's very common in archaeology. Hmm. Star stelae. Do you want to go check that out? Um, yeah. So unless you want to check in at the sleepless detective agency, update them. You could do that as well. Ways. Yeah. You tell. Me, I don't want to tell you what to do. You tell me what you want to do. It's on the way. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, let's go there first. Let's examine it. We might have more information for the detectives. Let's go. All right. Well, it's kind of on the way because there's sleepless detective agency Schma and there's Starstella Schmar. So you head there and you climb up the hill. As you get towards the top, you approach this semicircular piece of dark stone that stands about 12 feet tall, right in the middle top of the hill. I can show you an image of it, actually, if you look at your journal. Oh, journal. Oh. Yeah, this is a handout. Oh. I had a little extra time today. Show to everyone. Do you oh. see it? Oh, I see oh, it. Oh, yeah. Look at that. That's Ooh. what it looks like. Ooh. That is legit. Ooh. Lots of carvings, lots of uh, glyphs. Yeah, a lot of lot of glyphs and carvings. You see a misshapen star etched alongside other runes on its weathered surface. It's mostly cylindrical, but one side, the side that uh, faces the town, has been ground down into a flat surface carved with these enigmatic symbols that none of you recognize. However... Everyone, with the exception of Sir Julie, was like, where have I seen this before? And you realize that you saw it in Sandalus's drawings oh, back whoa. on Briarstone Asylum. Wow. Holy shit. Now, maybe Sandalus spent time in Thrushmore before he was committed, but your recollections of it, that he was there for a long time, and that the Count came and took an interest in him, he should have no memory of this, one would think, and it was an almost perfect replication of this. What do you want to do? Um, Atticus would like to roll a knowledge check on it, uh, see if he can decipher what these things are saying. Is that oh. li- like linguistics or is it knowledge? It would be knowledge. Uh, the, the runes are completely indecipherable to you. Knowledge. Try, try knowledge uh, arcana. Knowledge arcana. I'll try too. 19. God, right on the line. Oh, Sir Julie got her, her charisma back. Oh, good for you. Oh, yeah, so did Atticus. You earned it. I thought you'd like to know. You're getting some very, very, very faint conjuration and transmutation magic. But you don't know how it works. Does anybody else have Arcana? Uh, 20? No. No, you get the sense that, like, there's something powerful here that you just can't tap into. Can I do a perception just to examine, make sure there's no secret doors, something underneath it, perhaps? Yeah, go ahead. Compartments? Yeah, I'll roll a perception as well. 16. 12. 
You said 16? I you think. guys want to roll perception? 19. Yes. Uh, that is a 26. All right. Whoa. Aldo, being the most intelligent character in the group. Far more intelligent. Shockingly more intelligent. No, in a different plane, really. You're looking at it, and again... I'm almost like a different species <laughs> at this point. I don't mean to lord it over you, but I just want to make it quite clear that you and I, our brains are just function on a completely different level. It's difficult for me, I have to condescend a bit to even have a conversation with you like I'm having now. I have to pretend, it's like, what would I do if my IQ is 80 points lower? How, what would I say to make myself feel comfortable? And that's what I do. But luckily, I have a high enough intelligence to be able to know what I'd do if I were 80 IQ points lower. He says that while examining the star still. Yeah. While you I'm gonna, pick your nose I'm, and watch. <laughs> I'm going to cast Magic Missile. <laughs> Roll Shut for, the fuck up! Roll Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! While Atticus picks his nose and scratches his rear, Aldo is looking at everything, trying to take it all in. And Aldo, you are completely stymied by this. However, you do see in some of the symbols something very, very small that's not exactly like this, but it's reminiscent of the symbol of the king in yellow that you found on those cultists' bodies. Oh, wow. It's a rune, or has it been painted on? I'm talking to Skid. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) My apologies. So, Skid, you see this just very small thing that looks... It's got that loop to it that it's just very reminiscent of those symbols that you found on the bodies of the cultists. You see here... This little this symbol, you see that, that characteristic little curly Q there? It's quite reminiscent of the same symbols that the servants of the king in yellow had on their bodies. You calling somebody? I, I just, yeah, I don't have my other monitor, so I'm looking at things on my phone and ordering just things looking on at the Postmates to, for the post. Can you get a pizza for everything? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that actually uh, would be nice. Uh, in all honesty, could Do you, you want order, pepperoni? You, no pepperoni. Is it Giordano's nearby, right? Yeah. We can discuss this later. Just, uh, anyway. What no, do you, what do you I'm, I'm looking at my, my past notes. I have, uh, on the episode you unveiled his drawings to us, you said that he was a prolific artist drawing things he couldn't possibly know. One of the ancient standing stones in the yard, meaning, I believe, of the asylum. Did we ever approach that stone in person, or did we just never get to that? You really never got to that. On your way out, I would say, to the rowboat, when you met up with Crossbow Jackson, you, you did see a, a monument, but like you were so in your head about the, everything you went through at the asylum, you didn't really think too much about it. And it didn't have the same uh, sort of prominence that sure. these do. Well, is this something that town leadership would know about? Or the detective agency? Maybe they could answer questions about what this thing is or why it's here. Because uh, if it was up to me, we would destroy it right now. Oh, I'd love to tear it down. Burn it to the ground. No, agreed. But I'd be the first to, to attempt such a feat. But I think in either way, like they should know, even if they don't. Seems important to me. Yes, it could be the source of all that's happening here. In fact, we have evidence to support that. So let us speak with the detectives. Mm. Can I ask a question now? No. <laughs> We're going to the detectives. Joe said no. 
Can I ask a question? Yes, now? you can so, ask a question. Uh, is it painted on, or is it is it one of the symbols that's etched, it's like etched into it? So it's actually it's part of it. It hasn't been added recently. Yeah, no, it looks like it was always there. Hmm. We could deface it. Perhaps that will strip hmm. it of its power. Again, let's just ask first. To see what it is for. Sometimes it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. No, I agree. But we could do something to Hamas help if we don't know what its powers are. Our lives are forfeit. <laughs> she slices it in half with her greatsword. Gunk. <laughs> it's like berserk. Yes, yeah, like, like berserk. berserk. Exactly. <laughs> blood, 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 blood. Gatsu. 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 Saw this on there. Uh, to the. All right, so. What do you want to do? Let's go to sleep. Let's just oh. All right. We all, I don't know why I would use a great sword to cut down a stone monument when we have bombs, but. Uh, yeah, it's much more epic. Yeah. <laughs> all right. To right, the detective agency. You go to the detective agency. You knock on the door. They say, Ah! You're back. Sorry, I was asleep. Ah, sorry. <laughs> False advertising. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, you bums. But the no, signs no. clearly states that... Please, don't tell anyone. We're short-staffed. <laughs> We're short-staffed. <laughs> <laughs> the LESS is like crossed out on the side. It's hard to Sir find. Julie, like Sir little... Julie goes and takes her greatsword and just etches out the less. <laughs> Please, those signs are expensive. <laughs> what did you learn in the fort? We tell her everything. There was no sign of the constable. Fuck. <gasps> <laughs> there were filthy amphibian scum there. Was there any sign of uh, the acu- royal accuser, Romari? No. Nothing, no, no, no trace. Sign at all. No trace. None we were able to find, anyway. We but rescued a young boy who may or may not be my grandson. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I would send you to question him, but he burned to death last night in a house fire. <laughs> I have further questions about that, but it's a terrible coincidence. He burned to death on a tragic, coincidental house fire. As a matter of fact, we have the insurance forms right here. We do, yes. We actually, now that you mention it, we happen to take out a rather large insurance policy on the house just minutes before the tragedy befell. I was going to say, these are dated yesterday. Yeah, they are. No, it really is. A little staggeringly coincidental. Well, we'll file these away. So Zanzibar would wish it so. Dead people aside (laughs) The constable, the magistrate The royal accuser, nothing, you didn't see anything No sign of them It seems this Melisene Had been running the fort through her Subsidiaries Those she had hired to do her dirty work They ran the entire place They had turned the soldiers The mercenaries into juju zombies And set them forth as guards what their plans were there, we still do not know. Curious. I wonder... I wonder what the Count had to do with all of this. As do we. One piece of information we did discover from one of the creatures was that there is some significance of these standing stones you have, these carved, beautiful stasile in the town. Apparently, they are using them to bring forth creatures from another plane. The stars today. Well, that's strange. 
mean, everyone in town knows of them. There, there are two that stand atop hills in the city. I, I, I believe some scholars have studied them, uh, but no one really knows their true origin. There are actually many that believe they were always just here. So they pre-exist the town. They predate the founding of the city, as far mm. as I know. That's what the records say. These I'm, scholars, what are their names? Where do they live? Uh, are they vulnerable you... to fire? <laughs> <laughs> like, why are we killing them? Why, why are we planning on killing them? I don't know. Why. What is their homeowner's insurance like? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is uh, Dr. Butch Dickerson. <laughs> And of course, uh, Monsignor. <laughs> Monsignor Blanket Tuttlefuck. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, Father Pinwheel Mahomes. <laughs> Please, someone write that down so we'll remember their names. Because sometimes I forget. Are they, important question are they actually a monsignor and a priest or are those literally yeah. their names yes well they're long dead but they left their there's the stories behind men of the cloth men of the cloth yes monsignor monsignor the tuttlefuck blanket tuttlefuck blanket blanket tuttlefuck yes oh dear he was a, he was a pious and chaste man <laughs> and a great scholar <laughs> He would have n- loved to know that these star soleil had significance beyond what little he discovered about them. We tell her also about the symbol we discovered on them. Oh. <laughs> yes, this is a symbol of the, the king in yellow. These cultists that you spoke of in the hand-waved recollection of the fort, <laughs> they were carrying these symbols. <laughs> a live audience greatly appreciates a hand wave, I'll have you know. <laughs> Saves, I don't like your turn, madam. It's, no, I'm sorry. It saves time, but... Um, After such a recap, what use is no hand wave? Did you find any of these symbols at the Star Stele? Yes. 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 We just said that a minute ago. No, we did. <laughs> I have a question for you. Yes. So, would you know, well, are you familiar enough with these symbols, these, these standing stones, or indeed... Would Monsignor Tuttlefuck have made such comprehensive <laughs> notes that we could know if these symbols that are emblematic of the king in yellow have indeed been there since the stones were raised eons ago, or if they are a new development? I believe I have uh, Tuttlefuck's early works right oh. here. <laughs> I'd love to pass them myself. I've long... I've longed to look at the works of Tuttlefuck, one of the great... Ooh. Academic minds of our age. Ah, uh, here it is. Volume two of Tuttlefuck. Oh, volume two. Yes. Rarer still. Yes. This is one of the last copies, actually. It's quite rare, but that's what we do here at the Sleepless Detective Agency. <laughs> ah, here, Tuttlefuck writes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I need my glasses. <laughs> Sorry, I need my spectacles. <laughs> my reading glasses. Tuttlefuck notoriously cribbed has a cribbed style of handwriting it's quite small difficult to read (laughs) Tuttlefuck (laughs) you cad 
He, this is interesting, it seems as if he, uh, his experiments, uh, you'll call them, he would make etchings of the symbols and try to uh, find other instances of those symbols. And he also spoke of uh, finding uh, symbols similar to what he saw on the stars to lay and like presenting them to the object. But he never quite figured it out. Do you still have the um, symbols? Yes, I made a rubbing. <laughs> but do you have the physical uh, symbols that were on their, the body of the cultists? Yes. He made a rubbing. I made a rubbing. Well, according to... No, I have the symbols. It seems right what, here. what Tuttlefuck was trying to say <laughs> was that he find, maybe perhaps finding a symbol and presenting it to the... Stars oh, would do something? I, see. I don't know. Tuttlefuck never quite figured it out. Well, Tuttlefuck is notorious for his. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I think, I think he was right. Let's go present these symbols to the stones and see what offerings we may receive from the land beyond. Is there any chance you could supply us with 12 armed men? No, as, as you know, we are short on help, which is, why I, was, which is why I was napping. <laughs> right. Well, One go, eye open. Okay. Supply chain issues. <laughs> yes. Go back to sleep. Sorry we troubled you. All right. Go back to sleep. May blanket, tuttle fuck, pinwheel Mahomes, <laughs> and Dr. Butch Dickerson. Dr. Butch Dickerson. <laughs> may there... It's so funny. No one ever mentions Dickerson. Tragically overlooked in many of the... uh, Really? The shaft. Well, he was a poet before he became a scholar. It's his scholarship, though, that really forms the foundation of all Tuttlefucks. He was ahead of his time. He wasn't understood then. He was. Dickerson really ties it all together, but they never quite figured out what you may be on the cusp of discovering. Should you discern something from these, it would be uh, revelatory. Could we... Humble, humble group somehow best the lifelong works of Tuttlefuck and Dickerson. Aldo, I didn't, I don't want to embarrass you, but I think with your intellect, you could be the next Tuttlefuck. Well, <laughs> sharp glance from Atticus. You Ordinarily, can the, you can be the Mahomes. I would be quite embarrassed. As embarrassed as Mahomes might one day have been when he came home to find his wife in bed with Tuttlefuck. <laughs> But luckily, my intellect has improved to the point where I can move past such petty emotions <laughs> and simply a- a- analyze the situation dispassionately. Let us go. Uh, one more thing. You spoke of uh, Namira Lals and, and Climbs Pret. Oh, yes. In your hand-waved recollection. Yes, we were very thorough. It's very interesting. Namira Lals. It's Thoroughly a, hand-waved. The Count's mother. That is a strange case. It, she was last seen at her husband's funeral 20 years ago, clad in a black mourning dress, weeping openly. And then she was never seen again. And reports that came out said that she just perished of the same disease that took her husband. As for Climes Pret, I, I believe she knew him from her time studying at the Cincomacti School of Sciences. He was a a cult bookseller or collector in Rosenport. They were old friends from school. I guess you're saying they became lovers. 
Well, before you know it, he was accused of treason and thrown in jail. It all makes sense. Everything happened so quickly, though, because Pret was arrested and thrown in jail. Three days later, the Count died, and then the Countess was never seen again. Hmm. No body. No was body. there no funeral? No, no. And what you said was that the brother inquired about this, and Laos the fourth man that you used to work for just said she died, and there was no service. I didn't work. For How old was Laos the fourth when she perished? Uh, a child, a young boy, maybe a preteen, who who raised him. I think after his parents died, he just matured very quickly. He never took a wife. What? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Say more about this, please. You're clearly still very sleepy. <laughs> yeah. Not making any sense. Can I get you some coffee no, or something? No, no, no. <laughs> I was up late reading Mahomes. <laughs> as wise as he was, he drones on. It's true. Put me to sleep. Um, yes, no, he, he had to grow up quickly. He was probably... Maybe not preteen, 13, 14, 15, and then he was immediately thrust into the role of Count. Very interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Anyways, good luck at the star, Stilla. And then, is it your plan to go to Iris Hill? Oh, yes. Is it your plan to help us? I cannot, unfortunately. I, <laughs> I'm the only one on tonight. <laughs> I'm it's doing, it's I'm eight doing in the morning. I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm doing a double. Uh, well, what would happen? Would someone come in and ask you for help with, oh, say, an extra planar invasion at Iris Hill? What would you do then? No, I mean, I would love to help, but I don't want to play this character <laughs> <laughs> after this scene. <laughs> yeah. You understand. Yeah, so that's fair. Hard to argue with. Shown as well. We'll never be. Seen again. Well, it's a tragedy. Oh, he burned to death, burned as to I death, recall. Yes. He was already low on hit points. Um, it, it was the smoke, not the fire, that got him. <laughs> anyway. Can... <laughs> 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 All right, to the star still. Like Have fun at the All star right. still. <laughs> okay. All right. So you go back to the star still, or you're going right to Iris Hill? Star, no, Star, Star, Star Stella. 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 I'll take a Stella. Thank you. You climb the hill again. You walk slowly up. And then this erect monument appears, calling to you. We make another rubbing. <laughs> it almost, we rub the erect Stella. It almost seems to grow as you Vigorously. Do. It must be a trick of the mind. <laughs> the faint transmutation magic. This is getting harder and harder the more I rub. <laughs> By which I mean more difficult. My arm is getting tired. <laughs> we are children. <laughs> what do you do? Who does what? Uh, Atticus I... casts. Mage armor on himself. Okay. <laughs> First and foremost. Oh, man. And... He is willing to present the symbol. If the rest of you will prepare for a possible encounter of some extraplanar creature, he could have his hands free easily and could be the one to present. 
Halster is not going to say anything directly to Atticus, but he is behind him with his hands behind its back. But in one hand is his dagger and his dedication to Phrasma. And in the other hand, he's holding the sharp end of the blade, remembering that Shone said that blood was required to open up the mm. portals on the star stele in case nothing happens. He feels somehow driven to do this. The blood of the innocents will power the portal to the other side. You see no bloodstains. I'm the only innocent here. <laughs> I've asked around about you, and clearly you people are a little bit... There is nothing... There was nothing innocent about what went on in that tent. Ah. Shit! It may not... No, no, no! You two! Oh, no. I don't know what's going on. Oh. God. No one will ever see this video. We have very clear licensing rules. It may not have been innocent, but it was pure. I stayed up all night cleaning that shield. I'll have you know. It's terrible. Um, uh, Atticus will present the uh, symbol. You pull out the symbol of the king in yellow that you found on the four cultists that tried to knock you out with their saps to perhaps kidnap you so that you would be the next sacrifices to open this portal. The battle got out of hand. They switched to lethal weapons, and you still were able to come out on top. So you take out this symbol, and you present it, wondering if Tuttlefuck's words hold any weight. And you push the symbol right up to the star stella and touch it. And at that moment, you were just like... (laughs) You're like bombarded by innumerable telepathic impressions that sound like whispers from another world. (laughs) You almost feel like there's a creature that's part you and part something horrible speaking to you in a language that you don't understand, but yet you still remember. And you look up and all around you, you see a shadowy vision of yourself, but it's not quite you because it has like tentacles growing out of your face at every angle and a long body with dozens of legs. Give me a knowledge arcana or religion. Oh, come on, Atticus. Atticus. Son of a bitch. I think someone is using the stars. I think someone is using You hear these other whispers. Jeez. The voice you recognize, someone is using it. Shit. Uh, 20 arcana. Oh. 20 arcana. It, it doesn't make any sense to you. But ah. You feel like this thing that you're touching that was radiating this faint magic is only partially powered and at full power it could be quite dangerous but you feel like you have the knowledge to bend reality right now and you don't know what it will do but you feel a power rising in you do you use that power yes <laughs> I think someone is using... And you feel this power and you just... 
unleash. As you unleash, your eyes have become completely white and pupilless, but Halster and Aldo and Sir Julie see about 150 feet or so away towards the bottom of the hill on a wall of a building. A portal open on a wall. And as the portal opens, Aldo, still pupilless, starts walking from the Starstella down the hill in a trance towards the portal. What do the other three of you do? Uh, Sir Julie tries to grab Atticus. You grab Atticus, and Atticus shrugs you off (laughs) and just keeps walking. That was good. I thwack him in the head with the, the butt of my greatsword. It's a critical, and he dies. <laughs> he keeps walking, and you're holding him back, but he's just walking towards it. You can see through the portal on the other side, just like yellow mist, but something very familiar. Atticus keeps trying to walk, and you're holding him back. Does anyone walk through the portal? I think Aldo does. I think Aldo, like, with his increased intellect and lowered wisdom, I think the curiosity, as himself, like a traveler between planes, is peaked. And even almost despite himself, he starts walking towards it. So Sir Julie tries to hold back Atticus. And what is Halster doing? Halster says, I have to follow the next potential Tuttlefuck. And he runs past him to support him in his academic research. (laughs) And so Aldo and Halster jump through the portal. And they disappear. Sir Julie, while you're holding back Atticus, and Atticus is just like dragging you with a new strength that he's never shown before. Meanwhile, Aldo walks through and Halster jumps right behind him. And you're just... You find yourself in this abandoned, eerily quiet city. Oh, shit! Filled with yellow mist. The buildings seem to go up, 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 and then bend in a weird way at weird angles and there's yellow mist everywhere and it is exactly like the city you found yourself in at the beginning of the adventure in the shared nightmare yep it was a safe city yeah I like that one (laughs) except when the tatter man came out and killed all of you as you're standing there up ahead you see through the mist another portion of the city of Thrushmore so you stepped through this portal and up ahead through the mist with the buildings in the distance you see buildings you see the other star Stila Stila oh. on the island and you realize you could walk through oh. and like teleport to the other oh, side of cool. the island uh, Aldo like kind of looks around realizes where he is and he looks at Halster and he says, like, oh, I think we've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> truly epic. Let's go. Yes, I'm ready to run. Let's I'm go. Ready. Let's go. And we go t- towards the other, the other st- Stella. 
Stella! And you burst out, and suddenly you find yourself on that island in the southwestern portion of the city. You see the other star, Stella, standing about 150, 200 feet away, and you come out of a wall of another building nearby. Oh, what? And you turn back, and there's no portal there, but instead... One of those gloomy murals that you've seen about town oh. is starting to form in soot. Oh, wow! Leaving an impression of the yeah. city you just left. This is almost like in oh, a wow. like a nuclear blast. It's like the people, like the shadows of the people that were there. Is this like like Pompeii? Yeah, or yeah. I think that was probably a nuclear blast as well. <laughs> Didn't Pompeii have... Where we go one, we go all, right? (laughs) Um. (laughs) I just Googled Pompeii. First question. Is Pompeii safe to visit? (laughs) (laughs) I love this, like... (laughs) I'm telling you, man, Vesuvius, any day. Yeah. Any day, man. I don't know. What's the frequency of those eruptions? I know. (laughs) Um... Um. I'm gonna. Can I? Can I? Can I do some kind of knowledge check on on the mural? Like as it's formed. Like I think like Aldo's is like sees it forming. Like actually seeing one of these things in being created. Like he just like puts his hands. I was like, oh. And uh, is there a knowledge check I can do? Yeah, you can roll knowledge, Arcana. Oh no. Now remember, when you fought those cultists before, you felt like they just jumped out of the wall. They appeared out of thin air to fight you. So now you realize they were using the power, the faint power of these star delay to move about town. What do you roll? Uh, that is a an eleven on the die. Uh, that uh, is a that is a twenty four. But thank you to Norse Foundry. Hey, Norse Foundry, for all your random number generating needs. That's Norse Foundry. So what's the total? Twenty four. Twenty four. You feel like this thing that stupid Atticus couldn't figure out has great, great power. I pity him in a way. You should. He's no pinwheel Mahomes. (laughs) You feel like it has great power that has yet to be tapped. But the one thing that is available right now that you now know how to use and you know the cultists know how to use is this dimension door ability. Right. So if you touch the yellow sign up to it, you, like, take charges away from it. It's a finite amount of charges that you can use to teleport within 200 feet of each star stila. Stila. But wow. when you do, it leaves this impression of that gloomy city wow, wall okay. behind you. That's great. So he turns and like he grabs Hollister by the shoulder. This frantic look on his face. Do you know what this means? No. What does it mean? We've unlocked fast travel. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's taken three years. We're in Skyrim. It's like Skyrim all over again. <laughs> oh, oh, these scrolls are so elderly. <laughs> No more random encounters on the road. No longer will I have to walk to the Mage's College. (laughs) Sir Julia, I think, now thinks they're trapped in another dimension. Yeah. Yes. Aldo is, uh, excuse me, Atticus is still trying to push against you, but you saw uh, Aldo and Halster just jump through. Is the door, the portal closed on our end? No, it's still open. Uh, Aldo, release it. 
I'm sorry, now you're not out of Atticus, release it. Let go. Silence. Do, do not give over. I can find the way in. She's he's looking. The face. He's looking to see, like, with his whatever otherworldly vision right now, if in this extra plane there is some sort of hidden entrance to Iris Hill. Mm. Like, is there an opening beyond the hedges or something? Can we see through the hedges in this upside down into Iris Hill? So did you walk through? Walk through? The portal? The first portal? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I, you're, you're both in the Nightmare City now? I assumed we were. I'm a knight. You're, you, you overpowered me? Oh, so you never walked in. You no. said you thought you were trapped in another plane. I thought they were trapped in another plane. Uh, they just walked through a portal and disappeared. Oh, that's very But upsetting. the portal's still open, so do you walk through or do you wait? If I say you wait and they don't come out, what do you do? Oh, we should go in after them. Oh, yes, we should. They have found something. There's something in there, Sir Julie. We must rescue we need. them. A power we need. You walk through. And he pushes through. Whoosh. Same city swirling yellow mist. Now, Sir Julie, you came to the party late, but you had these same dreams. You didn't have the uh, sanctuary of the chapel to avoid those horrible dreams. Not in 40 years. <laughs> so you see this city, and, and, and Atticus, you're trying to think, like, is there a way into Iris Hill? And your mind is just, that swap with the Yithian is coming back into play and you're, you're bombarded with knowledge that you don't have, and you see the world in a different way, like beautiful mind style, and you realize that, like, there's one star stila here in the middle of the city. There's one on this island. There must be a third in Iris Hill. And if you look at the map, like, you're seeing the world in a way that no one else can see... A perfect triangle <gasps> leads to Iris Hill. Oh, yes! <laughs> it's there, Sir Julie. Our entrance. Our way through the hedges. Can we the access? difference is, there's no passageway there. Something no. is blocking it. No. The only way you can go is the way that Halster and Aldo went. All right. But that knowledge alone is worth a bottle cap. Yeah! Oh, yeah! Yeah! Is that a shadow plane bottle cap? Yes. You like can only use cap. it within a portal. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to bring him. Uh, you guys oh, walk out, yes. and Aldo and Halster are kissing. Whoa! <laughs> what? what was going on here? <laughs> Sorry, we, we were celebrating. I, I don't... Well, Go throw I, it away. I was so inspired by the star it's something about them just uh, <laughs> rousing. <laughs> I don't something know what. Rousing. Something about how erect they are. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> and you're all now on this island to the southwest. You're on a totally different area of town. And it all happened in a moment. Wow. We this, must make for Iris Hill. Yes, this is clearly how they were moving about. And Atticus shares with Aldo and uh, Halster the triangle. He's like, it is an equilateral right to Iris Hill. There must be one there. It's probably how they're moving through unnoticed, appearing suddenly out of walls. But the way is blocked. We have to travel in the conventional way. 
It's very good. Yes. Very good. You figured that out all on your own. <laughs> I'm going to go to the bathroom. Really? <laughs> don't go. Don't go. Oh, that's a great job. Good job, buddy. Great job figuring that out. Really, really impressive. Let us go to Iris Hill. I'm going to take that headband of vast intelligence off of your dead corpse. <laughs> I swear to God, I can't. I don't know what city it's going to be in, but they're going to get a show. <laughs> Honestly, like, I, I'm kind of, I, I like my backup character so much that I'm, I'm sort of antagonizing you deliberately. <laughs> so. so you're going to head to Iris Hill? Iris Hill. With all haste. With all haste. It's another gloomy day here in Thrushmore. In fact, it's been gloomy since you arrived. You feel like it's just always this way. Overcast, gray, dark. You can't even tell what time of day it is because it's just sad out. So you're walking through town. You see remnants of these murals that you saw when you first came to town. And now you have all this knowledge that you didn't have when you first got there. You're walking. You feel very uneasy. You feel like you're being watched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But maybe you're just paranoid. You underwent a lot of stress in Fort Hale course. But out of the corner of your eye, you just feel like there are people watching you. Or perhaps a person. Everybody roll a perception check. What's your role, Joe? Eight. <laughs> Why didn't you roll higher? I really, I really wanted to see this one. Really Sir did. Julie. 26. Oh, there we go. Pretty good. Pretty the good rich roll. get richer. The rich the get richer. Rich get richer. Sure do. Uh, Aldo. Natural three. Thanks, guys, again. <laughs> really, really spectacular work. Halster. <laughs> the craftsmanship. <laughs> just, just everything you want out of a die, except the result. It's just... It's a beautiful three. Just, it is. It's the best-looking three I've ever seen. Look at that three. Oh, look at that laser-etched three. <laughs> I rolled a hideous four on this disgusting plastic wow. die from another company. <laughs> Awful. Okay. <laughs> this is a situation. I think this is a situation. You're walking. You're paranoid. You're nervous. Probably nervous about what you're going to uncover at Iris Hill. You're still thinking about, like, where's the magistrate? Where's the constable? Where's the royal accuser? What's going on with the count? Who is the smelly sen? Scum. Juju zombies. Dogs and cats. <laughs> Living together. Mass hysteria. Mass And Sir Julie, you're a knight. You've been in the world wound. You have preternatural senses. 
But the one sense you don't have is the sense to see invisibility. <gasps> but you turn and you see something that I am going to randomize. What? One, two, three, four. For the listeners, he pointed at each of us and gave us each a number. <laughs> come to the show and you'll see it. Yeah. Well, they can't come to this show. And they can't watch it on YouTube after all the copyrighted. I know. Written, I, so. I'm sorry again. <laughs> Guess they're out of luck. <laughs> the state of DMX is going to come down on us hard. Three. Halster. Halster's a three. So, Julie, you turn. It's like all slow motion. A woman appears out of thin air. Beautiful. Oh, no. Dressed in a long coat. Do I recognize her? You do not. Oh. However, she has a rapier. And she goes to stick it right through Halster's heart. Oh, whoa. oh my God. What? A couple things are going to happen. I'm going to throw up. I'm going to roll to hit your flat-footed AC. Man. God. To start. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Natty 19. Oh, no. Which, I, with a rapier, is a critical threat. a critical threat. threat. Total? Just want another Critical total. threat. <laughs> 28. That'll do. To confirm... Twenty-one. Excuse me. Twenty-two. Oh, Flat-footed. Twenty-one. Oh. Check it and see. <laughs> this. This is bad. Because this person, this woman, has been studying you. <sighs> Studying you for, say, the last 18 seconds. What does she think about my calves? Oh, no. <laughs> I've been working out a lot. She's not interested in your calves. She's interested in your heart. Aww. Aww. Yeah. You're taking one of two ways. <laughs> Is she upset at me kissing Aldo? <laughs> she sticks the rapier. What a meat cute. Right through your chest. You need now to roll. I'm going to throw up. You're very nervous. I can see it. You need to roll a fortitude save against an ability known as death attack. Oh, no. Oh, my God. All right. I have a very special request. Do the Norse Foundry guys have a D20 in their pocket? One of their D20 I can use? Yes or no? No. Oh, we got one right here. All right. Let me use this one for the crowd. Let's see what happens. This is important. Yeah. Yeah. Hugely important. What's your name, sir? Jake. 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 All right. I know who I'm blaming. Here's the thing. (laughs) And Grant. Here's the thing. If you fail this fortitude save, you will be permanently dead. Grant. Are you serious? Grant. Serious. Bottle cap. Turbo Chico bottle cap. There you go. Oh, 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 oh,
All those hours on the bike gave me these cat-like reflexes. Let's Wait a minute, this. Jake, are you coming on Saturday? Well, you good. get your die back then. Yeah, because that's when he's going to roll the save. We'll see you on oh, Saturday. No! 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 Oh, my God. So dirty! So dirty! That's how we do it! Oh, God. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. You're the best. Thank you.